0: Hey, hi, welcome back. Hope you're doing well. Hope your holiday was well. And uh the year's almost over. It's almost over. Okay? Twenty twenty is no more. We can't forget about twenty twenty. But you know, it's like how many more days is it? Like it was three three or four? I don't know. Something like that. Today. What are we talking about today? Well, let me give you the rundown, okay? So I'm in a different location. You only know that if you watch my podcast on YouTube and if you don't, well, well congratulations, because I wouldn't want to look at my face for an hour either. I traveled during coronavirus, so that is worth canceling me for. I'm just kidding. It was taken under proper precautions. I went to Canada. I went to another country, and um, i like to see my fiance and they, they actually, they have like a whole thing that you have to do. You have to fill out a form. You have to do a bunch of stuff. So don't worry. I was safe. I'm not like the other YouTubers out here collabing with 10 people at a time. And I will get into that later because I am a piece of shit. So today, what do we have? (laughs) Well, I don't know if any of you know, well, let's see. Anybody know who Keemstar is? Yeah, me neither. So (laughs) just kidding. (laughs) That's not even a joke I can make he has like, I don't know, he probably has like three times the subs that I do. Maybe like 10 times. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, he's a YouTuber. He has a problem with pronouns. All right. Then I wanted to talk about Gen Z jokes a little bit because I feel like everybody kind of picks on the Gen Z community and I'm not here for it, dude. I'm not Gen Z, but I'll stick up for you. Okay. Like I said, I'm, I'm, (laughs) I'm not Gen Z. So you know what that means? (laughs) I got my walker Uh, my walker's in the back. You just can't see it. It's somewhere. It's in the closet. (laughs) I forgot to take it out with me when I came out, but it's in there still. All right. I want to talk about some coming out pranks and some dark humor and just some bad family stories that I have today. So I have a lot to go through today. All right. But I want to do a little uno. I want to do a little reverse card. So normally at the end of the podcast, I talk about a Reddit or an LGBT story, but I wanted to give one of those in the beginning for those of you who don't like to listen all the way through because i am absolutely boring as shit let me show you what the reddits are like if you've never heard one so what i do let me let me pull this up here also if you haven't rated the podcast or subbed i would very appreciate it if you did do that it's helpful to me it just makes me smile sometimes i'm going to take a sip of water now that can be the asmr for today okay (coughs) 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 nothing like choking asmr there you go all right hope that made everybody's day thanks for listening to the podcast i'll be back next week with choking on something else that isn't water get it okay i always drop my chapstick every time i do that little segment and i don't mean to (laughs) okay so we're gonna reverse it today all right so let me read you one reddit story we can get through it okay And so what I do is I go on these subreddits. And if you don't know what that is, again, you live in a hole, but it is a place where people can literally post anything they want. And there's this category called, am I the asshole? And they ask a question about something they did and if they were the asshole in that situation. So this one, very intriguing. Okay. It is called, am I the asshole for being mad that my friend lied about what was in his egg roll? And I clicked it and I was like, what lied about what is in the egg roll? Why would you lie about what's in an egg roll? Right. So let me read this. It's not too long. It's a quick story. All right, so this says, I don't eat meat and haven't for five or six years. It's not for religious reasons, but it's something I feel extremely strong about. I don't make exceptions for it ever, regardless of how drunk I get or how hungry I am, etc. At the same time, I do not judge anyone who does choose to eat meat around me, nor do I dictate what type of restaurant or bar my friends want to go to when we're out together. Vegetarian options are super widely available, so it's always a non-issue. That being said, I respect other people's choices for what they want to eat, and I expect the same in return. I was out drinking with my close friends and one of them, we'll call him Ryan, offered me a leftover egg roll from his meal. Oh, side note, that's, that sounds great. I would love, I would love your leftover egg roll. Your soggy, that soggy wet egg roll. Uh, Okay, anyways, I asked him if there was any meat in it and he said no. I took a bite of it and again clarified with him asking if he was sure. Ryan is well aware that I don't eat meat. Again, he told me no. Immediately after I finished eating the egg roll, Ryan gets the sick smirk on his face and tells me the egg roll had pork in it. Like he thought it was funny. I asked him why the fuck would he lie about something like that knowing I'm a vegetarian and he told me to chill out We proceeded to get into a huge argument where he refused to apologize and kept insisting it wasn't a big deal He was laughing about it and said I was overreacting about the whole thing I told Ryan and our mutual friends that I don't want to be his friend anymore I haven't spoken to him in over a month our mutual friends think I'm overreacting and that we should just move on, but Ryan still hasn't even really apologized and instead keeps downplaying what he did. I've never made my dietary choices anyone else's business. I'm not annoying about it. I don't judge my friends for what they choose to eat. At the bare fucking minimum, I would appreciate it if they don't trick me into eating pork knowing damn well I'm a vegetarian. I could easily move on if it was a simple mistake. Mistakes happen. It's just the fact that he did it so maliciously and blah, blah, blah. And basically everybody in the everybody in the forum said no you're not the you're not the asshole so, like this guy said i'm a huge meat eater but this has nothing to do with carnivores carnivores versus vegetarians or eating preferences in general he you ignored your bodily autonomy he's a ta what does that mean what's a t he is a ta a trash ass what does that mean i definitely agree with that i think that's such an asshole move if you know your friends a vegetarian don't feed them meat like it's not even, there's not even like a funny prank. It it'll never be a funny prank. You know, some people can get sick if they eat meat like if they haven't in years in a long time, and some people it just really grosses them out. It's like, why would you lie about that? I don't. I was a vegetarian for a little bit, and that would piss me off. That would piss me off. But yeah, that was a Reddit I want to share with you because I was like, what could this? What could this possibly be? Be about like lying about an egg roll, and then you put two and two together. And he lied. There's fucking pork in the egg roll. Poor vegetarian. Can we get an F in the chat for the vegetarian? Thank you. Yes, that's a little taste of what I do at the end of these podcasts. And I also have some LGBT stories as well to share, even my own personal ones. So we'll get to those way, way later. But I want to talk about Keemstar for a second. And you're probably wondering. (coughs) That's what you're wondering. I'm sorry, that was rude. Should I crop it out? No, we can leave it in today. I'm rude. So this guy named Keemstar, he is a, he's a YouTuber. He makes drama videos. Like he covers the latest thing. Like let's say Sam Collins didn't wear a mask when he went outside and he would cover it. Almost kind of like me, but a, but a, a worse version. So he tweeted this and he said, I really don't understand this younger generation. Why would anybody put their pronouns in their Twitter bio? The entire point of having a pronoun is to be offended when someone calls you the wrong pronoun. So why give people the answer? Okay. I don't know what it, I don't know what the deal is lately with people in pronouns. Really, like really, for some reason, they're really mad about them because people are putting them in the bio, but it's not even, it's not that deep of a thing. It's just a pronoun in a bio. Like if you, sometimes if you're in public and you're not, you don't know how to refer to somebody, like you're, oh, I don't, I can't tell how do I address this person? And I'm sure it happens to everybody all the time. So when you do it on Twitter, and if you're going to tweet someone or like talk about them, at least you'll know what their pronouns are. I just don't think it's, it's not even a bad thing. Even if you're not trans and you put it in your bio, it's not a bad thing. (laughs) So I don't know why people get their panties. Keemstar, I don't know why your panties are in a bunch, but you should probably fix that. You should probably get the knot out because it seems like it's, Seems like they're really up there. Then Keemstar decided to follow that tweet up by saying, All I'm saying is if you give people the correct pronoun, you are missing a golden opportunity of being a victim and going viral on social media. Think about all the tweets you can make crying about being a victim and all the likes you would get. Be smarter. And the thing about this is, I just because I know from being on twitter because i'm on twitter a lot a lot of people who have their pronouns in their bio are also young or they're teenagers and it's like these people always love to attack teenagers for being progressive why are you attacking a teenager for being progressive and just putting a pronoun in the bio they might be trans and you can't tell what their pronouns are so they put them in the bio to make it easier for you that's how it works it's very simple I don't know why people get a go huff and puff and go storm around, but I, I it's <laughs> I think it's a great thing. It's not you don't have to be offended over it, dude. You don't have to be such a not to be so sensitive, man. Also, another note: you would not go viral on social media for dragging somebody for misgendering you. Like this, just that's just not what you go viral for. <laughs> I don't even think I can't even think of one occasion where that has happened. Can we? Because can everybody think? Huh. When was that time somebody went viral for for calling out someone for misgendering them? Hmm. Never. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Next topic, I want to talk about Gen Z jokes. Okay. I'm here to defend the Gen Zers. All right. You know, you could probably include millennials in this too, but a lot of people like to talk trash about Gen Z. Why? Oh, it's because you guys are all sensitive babies. That's why. I'm joking. The The new generation you know, 1997 and up, and I, I guess sooner than that as well. People just love to pick on them because they don't want to do traditional jobs in traditional college and traditional school and all of that. And then they complain. And then they also complain about having, uh, mental issues because of how the world works. Like <laughs> I grew up with anxiety and depression like my whole life a lot of anxiety so much anxiety and i think it's actually it's statistically a thing there was this oh these were these statistics I, don't, I can't be a scientific i should have brought the statistics up but this generation is obviously more anxious and more everything today than back then because of multiple reasons also college is so expensive it's like you can go to college to be a doctor and then you're like a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars in debt and then you have to work years and years and years to finally pay it off. How is that not stressful? You know what I'm saying? How is not working nine to five, five days a week, not stressful or, or even more than that. And and people expect these young adults and even teenagers to know what they want to do for the rest of their life. That's that's they think that this is how it is. This is how it should be, and you're gonna do it, and you gotta do it. Of course, yeah, fucking do it if you want to. But I don't understand why it's such a bad thing when people complain about it. Like, can't why can't people complain about things in life? It doesn't sound like an easy life. <laughs> you have to just work and work and work and work and work, and then you you got two days off, and then you work again, and you until you're 65 or 70 or whatever, whenever you retire. That doesn't oh, that sounds so fun. That sounds like so much fun. you know, we go to school the first 18 years to be around people that we don't even know to learn some some stupid stuff. I, I mean granted, of course, school teaches you a lot of things. If I wasn't in school, I wouldn't be able to be doing what I'm doing right now because i <laughs> I wouldn't have the knowledge. but i I think Gen Z gets a little bit too a little bit too much hate. You guys, are, you guys are trying, okay? It's hard out there. I know it's hard. That's why I became a YouTuber, because I couldn't do it. Couldn't uh, too much on my mental health. Also, I just love entertaining people. Have you ever seen the show The Office? Yeah, after I saw that show, I didn't want to work in an office. So, well, maybe, maybe if Michael Scott was my boss, maybe it would be enjoyable. Seems like a fun guy to have as a boss. And I bet, you know what? I'm, I better shut up before The Office haters come in here. I I know, I know you're watching me. I know you're watching me. You don't like The Office. It's cool, all right? It's fine. It's fine. You don't find it funny? That's fine. Don't attack me. Don't come in here huffing and puffing like Keemstar. I guess I don't really have much to say about this topic, except for the fact that, all right, so think about it. We're in a pandemic, okay? I just traveled in a pandemic. But I had the proper, I'm here and I'm quarantining, I'm listening to the government. I have to like sign into an app every day and follow guidelines and stuff and properly quarantine. And I've been doing that anyways at home. I haven't really gone anywhere except the grocery store and like to pick up a coffee, you know, through a drive-thru. But the thing is, it's just so weird that influencers are still hanging out with each other and making videos with each other in like groups of seven to ten. Is that, the, is that the legal capacity, though? Hold on a second. Let me Google this before I look like an idiot. How many people? I think you can be in groups of 10 or less, but still, you're all coming from different families, different places, and it's also just unnecessary. You know, when you're an influencer, when you're a very big influencer, even one in general, like me, you don't need to go hang out and film videos with other people in the middle of a pandemic, right? Like, Like, seven other people at a time. No, I thought I should point that out. Just, I, I, it's just, it's very easy to follow the guidelines. You know, they give them to you and you follow them and that's all you do. Unfortunately, I have absolutely nothing to say about anti-maskers today. I know muskers, anti-maskers. Sorry, I, I couldn't, there was nothing online. There was nothing online that I saw about anti-maskers and honestly, I'm just tired of watching them. They really, they really make me tired. I could fall asleep watching an anti-masker compilation, but on the plane, so i went on a plane right and there was only like 50 people in it which is a large amount right and i was just talking shit about influencers gathering but on the plane you have to wear your mask the whole time whatever unless you're eating or drinking but i didn't take mine off the whole time because i <laughs> i'm not fucking with that you're in an airplane like i just don't i don't need to take a sip of my water or eat a dry pretzel okay i don't need to do it so this guy got mad because the the flight attendant told him to put his mask on when he wasn't eating or drinking. And I just thought I should point that out. It's like, you you know the guidelines, dude. You are traveling on an airplane. It's a one-hour flight. It's a one-hour flight. And you can't wear a mask for an hour. These people are out here wearing a mask for eight hours at work. Thought I should throw that in there for you. Thought it was a little, a little bit interesting. You know, it's always nice to see an anti-masker in person because it's like a real-life comedy show. You know, you can just sit back and watch it because it's so fucking stupid. Uh, should have talked about this earlier in the podcast, but man, oh my god, dude, I. So I went to film videos, okay, and I filmed a video about dark humor, and then I filmed another video about coming out pranks, and a coming out prank is basically when a straight person comes out as gay or trans or whatever. It's a, it's a prank on the family. So like, let's say it's a boyfriend and a girlfriend and the boyfriend sits the girlfriend down and he's like, I have something to tell you. I'm actually, uh, I'm actually gay. And Kenny, you know, Kenny is my boyfriend. Right. And then the girlfriend's like, oh my God, this is so upsetting. And this is so sad. I could tell though, or whatever her reaction is. People think it's really, really funny to do, which, uh, I've seen some funny ones, but it's also it's just in bad taste, you know, and uh, not to be the snowflake of the week or anything. It's just it's just in bad taste. And I, I was like, for fun, let's take a look at the trans ones. All right. Coming out is trans prank. You know, that's got to be hilarious. That has to be the pinnacle of, of humor. All right. So <laughs> I go on YouTube and I type in coming out is trans prank. And there's a bunch of them. OK, and I, I click a couple of them. Alright, the first one I click, it is it is two people. It's a boyfriend and a girlfriend. And the girlfriend comes out as trans and she is a prank. And she says, you know, I had the surgeries 10 years ago. You know, I'm a female now, whatever, whatever. Basically implying MTF and she's had all the surgeries. So in this video, I, I don't think it was staged. I hope it was staged, but the kid is like, He's like that's gay, like that's some gay shit, right? And then he leaves the room for a second, and then he comes back with two giant knives, swinging them around in her face, like really close to her face. That's why I didn't think it was a prank. Like I didn't think he was pranking her because he he had those knives and he was like swinging them around and shit, and she she was just like, you know, stop swinging this why are you swinging the knives in my face, whatever. Like I'm a female now. Like you're not gay, whatever. Blah 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 blah, and. When I was originally, I was looking for this content to make something funny, okay. And I was like, "This is gonna be hilarious" because these people are fucking stupid. And then I sat back and I was like, (laughs) "Not to get it, not to get it." Little emotional, but I was like, "This is the reality of people coming out as trends, and it's used as a joke and posted online, and it's funny to people to see that reaction." But the reality of it is trans people literally get killed or literally get knives pulled on them when it's an actual real experience and i was like wow just the the self-awareness just the little self-awareness that people have when filming a video like this and i i took a minute and i was like this is for for all the trans people who have gone through getting beat up or literally just the worst thing ever could happen to them and I I don't know. It hit me. It hit me for some reason. And I don't, things don't hit me like that. So that was a traumatic experience. And I was like, okay, well, that's pretty bad. So let me take a look at another one. I look at another one. It's two guys, two guys just chilling in the car, talking about some stuff. And one of the guys comes out and says that he's basically FTM as a prank. He says, you know, I'm, I'm a guy up top, but down there, You know, it hasn't changed much, and something that they like to do in these pranks, and they did it with the gay ones as well. They say, like, um, do you wanna see or like do you wanna touch it? or some shit like I'm I have feelings for you. So this kid says that. Yo, I used to be a girl. You know, up top I got the surgery, but down down below I I haven't had surgery. Um I'll show you too like I'll show you. I'm not lying, I'll show you. And the his friend pulls a knife on him. Or a second time. That was the second video I watched. I Just two in a row. That was the two that I saw. And I was like, wow. <laughs> wow. And this kid literally had the, this one didn't seem fake to me at all. He had the knife in his face and stuff. And the other kid was basically saying, yo, dude, like chill, chill. It's just, uh, I'm trans. It's cool. Do you want to see? Do you want to see? And he was like kind of touching him and stuff. And and the kid was like, nah, dude, I'm, I'll, I will literally like... I don't even know what he said. He'll hurt him. And then he said, that's not how God made you. And then he said that it's gay. And he said some other shit. And then the kid finally told him it was a prank. And the other, the guy with the knife was like, nah, he didn't believe him. And like, he got out of the car and stuff. And he eventually found out it was a joke, but it's like this, this shit is actually funny to some people, dude. And, and that was always my biggest fear with coming out is I could get killed like I'm I'm not even laughing in a bad way but it's just so ridiculous that I I don't even mean to make this a scary thing hey don't be scared to come out just don't come out to some fucking don't come out to when you're in like the forest and shit or around dangerous people or people that you really feel you can't trust because people are people I just I those videos shocked me because it is the reality and you don't see it on video much but it's just it's really scary so please be safe out there with anything that you're doing with anyone that you can fight anything with because people don't fuck around uh, clearly for some reason another thing i want to talk about was this guy on tiktok i made a video about him too (laughs) just talking about my videos but there's this guy on tiktok who makes jokes all the time. Kind of the same recycled joke. It's, it's always at the expense of an LGBT person. And I don't know why, why are we always the butt of the joke? Why? Uh, yeah, this guy posts stuff. Every TikTok, he'll be like, the most sensitive people are Gen Z, or the most sensitive people have he and him in their bio, or... uh, if you're fat, just lose weight, just like stupid stuff to really piss you off. But most of it is towards LGBT people. And I was like, this is a very interesting thing to do. Like, what is your obsession with pissing off LGBT teenagers? Right. So I made a video about it. And I just thought I should come on here and be like, his claim is that it's dark humor. Okay. And picking on a minority group over and over and over again is not dark humor. (laughs) It's just being rude. You know, dark humor, I feel like Uh, i'm not really a fan of dark humor i mean i've I've laughed at some of the jokes some of the shows that i watch have it in it but i feel like it's usually made at the teller's expense like i could tell some really messed up jokes but from my experience and it's funny because it happened to me and i'm telling it and i'm like uh, i'm reliving that but it's also funny to me now right saying that you're homophobic is not really a dark humor joke (laughs) it's like a shock value thing it's like let's see how many people let's see how many gen z i can piss off today by saying i'm homophobic as a joke let's piss off gen z today by saying i will put my son in a casket for wearing a dress these are things that he literally said if you watch my video if you want to check it out just search up sam collins on youtube but oh yeah another side note i'm going to be releasing my discord link i have a discord there's not that many people in it yet but I'm going to be releasing that very, very soon in the coming weeks. So if you do have a Discord and you want to hang out and know about my streams that I'll be doing on my podcast channel. All right, so we're going to end this podcast today with a couple of LGBT stories. And then I also want to give my own. So let me read these two quick because they're not too long. And then I'm going to tell you my own experiences because some people haven't heard them and they're (laughs) they're stupid. So, all right, this one's really long. Buckle in for it k okay. it's an entire three sentences this person emailed me and said i'm not lgbt but a few years ago my boyfriend's sister walked in on us having sex then a week later she came out as gay i just thought the timing was funny <laughs> uh, yeah i i read that one and i laughed out loud so i had to share it i mean right the sister walks in on them and then a week later she's like yeah by the way i'm gay So, thanks to you guys, you guys are fucking disgusting, that was disgusting, and I am gay. G-A-Y. And this, uh, this is a pretty, this is a pretty cool one, okay? So, my sophomore year of college, I moved into a house with four people that I didn't know that well. At this point, I wasn't out to anyone I knew. Throughout the year, I got to know my housemates better, and we became really good friends. One day, my housemate told us that we needed to have a house meeting. We sat together in the evening, and she told us that she was bi. We all told her we were happy for her and that we supported her and it was a good time. Even though I knew I was lesbian, I didn't say anything because I didn't want to hijack her big moment. Then, a few minutes later, my other roommate told us about how she'd been on a few dates and had been exploring her sexuality and has realized that she's an aromantic asexual. I figured since we were laying it all out, I might as well tell them that I'm a lesbian. Then, my other two housemates also told us that they weren't queer. I think that meant to say were queer, because then it says, it turns out that the five of us were living together pretending to be straight when none of us were. Since then, our living space has collected a lot more rainbows than we had initially thought, and it had been a great time living together as a gang of queer friends. Right, yeah, so that meant to say queer. I thought that was really funny, because, <laughs> cause it's like, you're moving, you know, you're moving with new people, you don't know anything about them. You know, you can move into, into a if you're doing that college thing and you move in with some people, you know they could hate gay people, and so you gotta, you know, you gotta be, gotta hold back for a little bit. You can't say anything, right? Can't say anything if you're trans. Can't say anything if you're literally anything, because you never know. You can get attacked, man. So uh, that that was a good one. You know, hopefully, if any of you go to college and you're LGBT, that you have a similar experience, or you just have super cool housemates. <laughs> so let me tell you about about my experiences. All right, we'll end this with a big bang. right so when i was like 12 13 14 15 i don't even know the age i came out to mom my mom in multiple ways and they were like subliminal messages right so one of the first things i did when i was very young i didn't shave my legs or anything like that because i i felt like a man you know i i knew i was a man so i didn't shave and uh (laughs) like my armpits or anything too right so there's just there's just a little bit of stuff there it wasn't much but there was still stuff there my mom noticed it one day she told me this after, after I actually came out and she was like, yeah, I actually saw you one day. I saw you laying down with your arm, your armpit up and there was hair. And I was like, why, like, why isn't she shaving her armpits? And I thought that was, this is such a funny thing for her to tell me after. Cause I, spe- I specifically did it. Cause I didn't, not that if you don't shave your trans, that doesn't even make any sense, but it was my way of feeling a little bit more masculine, you know, as, as a, as a teenager. And then another way I came out to her. So I was trying to come out by writing a note and by writing a letter. So I did and I wrote it. I wrote the letter, but I, I couldn't give it to her. I, I just couldn't give it to her. Like I would go in a room and I was like, can you read the note? And then I was like, no, never mind." And then I did that a few times. And I don't remember if I actually ended up giving her, giving her the note or not. I, I don't remember. But I remember I was crying with my friend, like trying to give it to her. And, we were, and my mom was like, "I like, what is going on? basically i don't know if i gave that to her mom you're gonna have to remind me if you're watching this but (laughs) and then another way i tried to come out i tried to come out so many ways and i I was expecting her to be like oh yeah that means that he's transgender and that he feels like a boy and is is a boy and this was a long time ago before (laughs) before the transgenders were in the public right so i bought men's boxers one day okay Best feeling ever. I think there were like ten bucks. I don't even know where I got the ten dollars. I think I had to. Like I, I don't even know. She probably gave it to me for food, and I was like, "Nah, I'm gonna buy these fucking boxers." They were on sale too. It's a three pack. Okay, I remember the colors. It was red, blue, and green. They were big. They were too big. They were larges, but I bought them anyways. And I used to wear them to school and stuff uh, before I even like started living as a guy. And one day I went and told my mom, I was like, I, I have boxers or something like that. I showed her the boxers and she was like, why are you wearing those? And I was like, I think I said something like I'm a boy or uh, I, it was something along those lines. Damn, man, I'm really getting old. It's really getting to me. I can't remember anything, but she was like, I don't, I just, I don't know why you're wearing those. And I was like, mom, because, because I'm a boy. And she was like, okay, and I thought she would understand it, and it's just, I can't, you know, you can't expect somebody to understand when you they give you, they show you a pair of boxers, they're like, yeah, I'm a boy. It just doesn't, it didn't add up. So eventually, finally, I came out to her. I showed her a couple of things online, and I, I knew that I was transgender. I finally knew how to explain it, and I did come out to her at like 15 successfully. So yeah, then I went through all that. Then I had to come out to my friends and my family. And, uh, well, half of the family didn't, wasn't a fan of it, right? My friends were, my friends were great. Came out to them over Facebook, I messaged them. They were cool. They were like, yeah, that's totally cool with me. Like, we don't see you any differently, blah, blah, blah. But when it came to some of my family, uh, I was called like mentally ill and I was just called some other bad things. And I thought I should throw that out there to some of you because, you know, not everybody's accepting, honestly, it, it really bothered me when I was younger but today I laugh at it like yes yeah I'm mentally ill you got it you got that right uh, I was also told that I was tricking girls into liking me and I'm, because I'm actually a girl that wasn't my motive I wasn't trying to trick girls I was just trying to transition and be myself so and then years later one of my family members one of my cousins came onto to my Instagram it was like it was like oddly recent i think it was a couple of years ago which is just like f- recent to me because i came out when i was 16 and i'm almost 25 and he come th- this is exactly what he commented he said still a female though on more just on one of my random pictures i don't even know what it was and i was like this this little shit what a little what a little asshole right and uh i'm pretty sure you got in trouble for that by his dad or whatever so I thought it was really funny like how are you gonna come on to my stuff and then talk shit about me and then he he got his instagram taken down by his parents or something pretty sure he's back on now probably follows me probably still needs to check up on me you know I this is like shit talking family hour I need to I need to stop but some people the audacity of some people they really want to see you fall and it's just it's so sad funniest thing though And I think that's everything I have for today. Yeah, I know I I went all over the place with these topics, but I had a lot of fun. I didn't really... Normally, I write things out to talk about, but I I felt like just going off on a little tangent today. So I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, let me know. Rate it, sub, do whatever you got to do. But hey, I'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode and was thinking of having a guest on within the next coming episode. So let me know. And if you do want any other special guests, you know, to come on to my podcast, definitely Definitely let me know who you would like to see. Love you all so much. Hope you have a great holiday. I will see you next year with a new episode. And stay safe. Let's hope 2021 is way better than 2020. Okay. Bye-bye. Hey, Drew Scott here. And I'm Jonathan Scott reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto.